This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Yeah. 
No maharamai, no mai hoki mai, kahu kura whānau, rainbow whānau. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0, independent community media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz, via the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio, Flat Out. You are tuned into the station and the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fab Fano. That's gay, lesbian, intersex, transgender, takatapui, queer, questioning, fafafine, akaivine, bi, and all the fabulousness in between. And of course, outside of those scopes, because fluidity on the spectrum is where it's at. We do news, views, and interviews for and about our rainbow community. Lady H on your mic. For your Funky Friday, we love having you on board wherever you are in Aotearoa or across international waters. A fab lineup for you tonight. That last beat that you heard, Sola Rosa, something good. Loving that beat, that seems to be my vibe for this year. And we're coming to the end of 2021 few weeks to go Christmas then New Year's and into another year for us all 2022 I hope that you're all keeping well keeping safe and looking after each other okay line up for your show as usual we have a weekend events what's hot and happening around Aotearoa we go into an open discussion. Can LGBTQ and Christians see eye to eye? Compliments of middle ground. A bit of good news corridor. I wanted to share and highlight some good stuff that's going on around the world, in the world, for us, uh, the Rainbow Farno. And we have an out and proud story, living and dating as a trans man. Five people explain. Of course, we've got Beats peppered through there. Uh, the Euphoria song for 2020. It was held there, the song of the year. But a positive vibes by Everywhere. Do What I Feel by Godfoot. And a bit of Disruptor to wrap us up. So that is our show. Whānau tuia, ngārio o te hāpuri, bringing together the voices of our community. Free FM's tagline and Flat Out Pride absolutely supports that kaupapa. Alright, so let's get into the goodness. Straight into first kaupapa out and proud. Living and dating as a trans man, five people explain. Stay tuned. I'm just a person like everyone else. I just go to work and I have a pet rabbit and I have a girlfriend and I go grocery shopping. There's a lot of really boring things about me and on top of that, I'm a trans man. I'm Nicholas, I identify as a trans man. My name is Leith Ashley and I identify as a trans man. My name is Johnny and I identify as a trans man. My name is Bellamy and I identify as a transgender man. My name is Jai and I identify as a transgender male. When you're born, you get assigned a gender based on your body. Some people don't necessarily match up with that gender. I'm one of those people. I was assigned female at birth, but I identify as a man. I think when you're trans, 
people don't perceive you the way that you're trying to be seen. For me, being transgender is a journey of discovery. When I was born, they thought, oh, this is a girl, but I identify as a man, and so transgender male. I didn't actually know it was possible to be trans until I was 14, but until then there had been a series of moments that, looking back, definitely make it obvious that I was always supposed to be male. You know how in school they split you up across the class based on who's female and who's male, and then pit each side against each other in a dodgeball match? I'd always go to the wrong side of the room. From a very young age, I knew I was supposed to be a boy. It was just something that was. And the expectations of me as a girl were not things that I could do. My mom put me in these little pink frilly dresses with poofs on, on the shoulders and lace on the socks and I, I would tear it off. 12, 13, moving into middle school, I was very aware of the fact that I didn't feel like other girls. I didn't identify with this sort of idea of being female. I remember thinking, oh, that's for my next life. I'll, I will die, and when I come back, I will be a boy finally. And I went to college. One guy was on a, a panel, and he told this story, and he was like, I remember when I came out to my parents, mom, dad, I'm attracted to women, and I got a big laugh because everyone was like, yeah, okay, straight guy, you know, not exactly record-breaking. He eventually said that he was trans, and that's when I was like, oh, you can be trans and just look like a guy. I didn't learn that trans was a thing until I was 19. I was just on YouTube. I don't know what I was looking for. And I came across guys like, documenting their transition. I realized what it was and I was like, oh my God, this is me. This is who I am. When I was like 13, 14-ish, I actually dressed up as a man for an English project. And I realized suddenly, this is how I identify. Like, this is who I am. I didn't come out until I was 23. I worked at Cannon Lord Community Health Center, which is an LGBT health center, and I started seeing patients coming in, living their truths. I decided then that I wanted to undergo my medical tra transition. I remember the date, obviously. January 22nd, 2014 is when I had my first hormone shot. I started going to a doctor with Cannon Lord, and I wanted her to help me get surgery, and she said, well, what about taking hormones? And I was like, I don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't think my insurance would cover it. She like plugged it into her computer and turned the screen around. It was $10. I started crying. That doctor saying it would be $10 a month for the world to start seeing you the way that you want to be seen. I was 18 and auditioning for colleges and my parents were making me wear dresses. And that was the last time I wore a dress because I told them, hey, I'm not quite girl here. Immediately I changed everything. I was like, I have to cut my hair, I have to dress like boys do, I have to only wear blue. And then as I got older and more comfortable with who I was, and more kind of comfortable with the idea that I'm never gonna be a cis person and that's okay, and I can kind of do gender my own way, I allowed myself to kind of get back into styling myself the way that I am comfortable. Post-transition, I feel like I have to give someone the heads up, like, hey, by the way, I'm a trans guy, are you okay with that? On my Tinder profile, I did have my gender as trans male. The positive on that is that they're already now going into it and you can kind of move forward with getting to know each other and all aspects of being a human being, not just gender and sex. I wrote in my profile, like, trans man, take it or leave it. 
I loved that I could put it in their court and I didn't have to come out in a way. If I'm meeting somebody in person, I'm never quite sure how they're going to react to me. And if I'm meeting them online or on an app, they already have a picture in their head of me where they know I'm male and it's a bit easier. Pretty much everybody I've ever dated has identified within that LGBTQ community in some way. I feel like they better understand like my relationship to gender is not going to be the same as a cis person's and that's cool, like that's fine. I joined Tinder and I met up with uh, this great woman who I was talking to and my profile said, you know, trans man, I think I listed it like two or three times to make sure that there was not going to be any question about it. We're still together now and I found out later on that she had like Googled how to date a trans man because you don't want to say the wrong thing. That was really sweet. If you're not going to ask a straight cis man about their genitals, don't ask a trans man about his genitals. If you have a question, Google is a thing. <laughs> they will tell you what not to ask a trans person that you just met. It's not a choice, it's a truth that you uncover about yourself, just like any other. Ask questions, learn more if you're interested. You don't have to understand. There's a lot of stuff I don't understand <laughs> about the world, but that's okay. We can still learn and process the world together. People can sometimes assume that we're like fundamentally different than everybody else in like some deep central way and we're not, you know, we're just people. Some trans people are going to be really far outside the binary. Some people are going to, you know, identify close to the way that cis people identify. It's not something that should be downplayed or disrespected, but it's also one facet of who we are. I have a high voice, I have a chest, and there are aspects of me that may seem feminine, but I am male. Trans women are completely female, and non-binary people aren't either male or female. They're whatever they are. If a person is a certain gender, then they are that gender. They are what they say they are. I really truly feel like being trans is, has opened my life to so many experiences and so many possibilities. It's not going to be overnight. I know I want the instant gratification. I would love to be able to grow a mustache. I'm not there yet. You'll get there. It will be okay. If you feel that it is unsafe for you to come out and start your transition while you're living at home um, with your, your parents or your guardian, wait. Don't be afraid to experiment with different names and pronouns. It's a beautiful thing. I love being trans. It can be really exciting and wonderful. It's a really creative, loving community with many, many people who will help other people who are starting on their transitions. Fight for what you want. And I think the problem is it can be really easy to get caught up in what we want to be for our family or our community. Find who you are and then pursue that. And people who love you are going to love you.
numb all my pain What they say is pollution, they don't know no different They just point out what's different They're no better for the discrimination You can say that I'm different Sometimes I wish I wasn't I wouldn't have all this anger If they just accept it Welcome back to the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz via the accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. Bringing together the voices of our community. That last bit there was the Euphoria Song Project. That is the transgender anthem of 2020. That or the Out and Proud Kōrero, um, their little taglines, be who you are, love who you are. Flat out, that's how we roll. Coming up on your show, we of course have the huge weekend events, what's hot and happening around Aotearoa. Uh, Do What I Feel Beat from Godfit. Open Dialogue. Can LGBTQ and Christians see eye to eye? Compliments of Middle Ground. That corridor is between both uh, parties and they're having a corridor about uh, different topics in relation to that theme. Next up, we're going into Positive Vibes or the Good News for our rainbow whanau out there so let's roll into it we're going firstly over to chile this is brought to you compliments of qwerty.com chile has just become the 31st nation to legalize same-sex marriage by an overwhelmingly majority lawmakers in chile voted to legalize same-sex marriage way back on tuesday the major victory for our rainbow rights reflects a broader societal demand for social progress in the nation, which until recently has been reluctant to enact change. 
the political class had been deaf, blind and mute regarding a series of matters on which civil society and ordinary Chileans had advanced, said Rolando, a leading gay rights activist in Chile. Congratulations, Fano. Congratulations. Welcome to the rest of your life. Chile joins other Latin American countries, so Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, Uruguay, Costa Rica and 24 of Mexico's 32 states and recognizing marriage equality. Yay! That's good news. Did you know using a transgender youth's chosen name at work, at school, with friends and at home, one reduces depression symptoms by 71%, reduces thoughts of suicide by 34%, and reduces suicide attempts by 65%. That's some high stats, whānau. So our encouragement to all our whānau out there, whether you identify as part of the Rambo community or not, using a transgender youth's chosen name at work, school, with friends or at home will reduce harm for them. And you will have a happier, healthier rangatahi. Boom. Now, that's some good news, right? Next, going over to Canada. This is compliments of NBCnews.com. Canada bans conversion therapy, joining a handful of other nations. So several other countries, including Germany and Brazil, and 20 US states have banned the debunked practice. So the Canadian law is the latest instance of a growing global effort to eradicate conversion therapy, a practice that ranges from religious counselling all the way through to electric shock therapy and has been associated with severe psychological distress. So Canada's ban follows that of Germany, Malta, Ecuador, Brazil and Taiwan. Some of the nations such as Germany have passed bans exclusively for minors, whereas others like Malta have passed bans for all citizens. Mm, didn't know that. In the states, 20 of the states and the District of Columbia have restrictions in place for minors, according to the Movement Advancement Project. It's a non-profit think tank um, org. Three states, Florida, Alabama and Georgia, are in a federal judicial circuit with an injunction that blocks conversion therapy bans. Mm. So, in addition, Canada, France's uh, Senate voted in favour of the legislation that would also criminalise the practice with prison sentences of two to three years and fines of up to $50,000. Yay! Great news. Good news. Going over to Aotearoa. Guess what, Fano? Aotearoa finally passes law making it easier to change sex on birth certificates. So now our kahukura whānau will be allowed to change sex recorded on their birth certificates without providing evidence of a medical procedure after a bill to recognise the right for gender minorities to self-identify passed into law. Uh, this is Jan Tiniti talking. Today is a proud day in Aotearoa's history, Internal Affairs Minister. 
Parliament has voted in favour of inclusivity and against discrimination. Now, while self-identification on birth certificates was introduced back in 2018, applicants had been required to prove they'd undergone medical treatment to align to their sex and gender identity. The Births, Deaths, Marriages and Relationship Registration Bill, which passed unanimously on Thursday, removes that requirement. This law change will make a real difference for transgender non-binary takatāpui and intersex New Zealanders, Tiniti says. She added that the law will support young people and give them agency over their identity, which will promote their mental health and sense of well-being. Stunning! Now, the, our Aotearoa joins roughly 15 overseas jurisdictions that have made uh, changing one's sex on documents simpler including several Latin American countries and European countries such as um, Denmark and Spain. Uh, our very own Dr Elizabeth Kirikiri described it as world-leading piece of legislation that will uphold rights to self-identify gender. The only thing is that the changes exclude refugees asylum seekers and recent migrants that that is uh, absolutely disappointing absolutely now the law sparked discussion and some hostility including from speak up for women which formed in 2018 to oppose self-sex identification the group was blocked from holding events at various venues including the Christchurch City Library we heard about that one eh for being branded anti-transgender trans misogyny is still misogyny so I stand strong in challenging this discrimination says Tinity ka pai Aotearoa bringing in the good news going over to Botswana now decriminalizing same-sex relationships so the court of appeal decision held as a victory for our rainbow um, plus community that would encourage other African countries to follow suit. The government had appealed a 2019 ruling that criminalised homosexuality was unconstitutional. The ruling had been hailed as a major victory for our whanau. And that was following on from an Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more. The bench of five judges unanimously ruled that criminalising same-sex relationships was a violation of the constitutional rights of LGBTQ plus individuals to dignity, liberty, privacy and equality. Congratulations Botswana. We are with you. We stand with you. That's all we have time for Fano. Unfortunately, there's so much good vibes out there and I'm sending it your way today. So, our next beat everywhere and the song is Positive Vibes. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, Rainbow Fano. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. That last beat there was Positive Vibes by Everywhere. And they've got an interesting name. So it's E V R Y, capital Y, W H R. Like their beats, must do some checking out of their the rest of their songs. We do news, views, and interviews for and about our Kahukura. Fano or Rainbow Fano, uh, internationally known as. We are going to have weekend events, a uh, bit of a beat, but now we're rolling into Can LGBTQ and Christians See Eye to Eye? An open dialogue between uh, Tūropu, uh, compliments of a middle ground. I wasn't able to play the full clip for you because it's gone on for about 15 minutes, um, but I've just given you a snippet, a taste, so that you can go on and check it out some more. Go to Flat Out Pride on Bookface to find the link and have a watch for yourself. We wrap up with a beat, Do What I Feel by Godford. Funnily enough, that's us. Stay tuned. Love having you on board. This is a physical manifestation of love. This is glorious and beautiful and any God which denies me for this, I don't want to have a part of On the left-hand side, can I have my LGBT folks? On the right-hand side, can I have my conservatives? There are times when I feel uncomfortable expressing my views around sexuality. I get uncomfortable primarily because the bromance of like, well, there's two girls, who's the boy? And then it really just breaks the ice as it's like, there isn't supposed to be a boy. That's why we're there. I do my best to break the ice with the comedic deflection, which I've learned is, is a uh, self-defense mechanism, right? So.
I, I come from a very conservative community, and so, you know, it just wasn't talked about. The people I've had the most conversation with about are actually my family, which is really weird, because I came out to my parents because my dad was going to be leading the protests at the Pride Festival that my boyfriend wanted me to go to. So, uh, I'm a pastor as well. Um, I'm also a community leader in Boyle Heights, and in that community there's a large um, LGBTQ presence, so there's that fear of really coming out and say what I believe because I do love everybody and I don't want to be pushed to the side just because I have a certain feeling about you know, any topic, really. I just wanted to say, too, and, you know, it's not the beliefs that sometimes I have a problem with or I think people have a problem with in general. It's just, like, the actions from the beliefs. So, like, it's okay to have beliefs, but if we, like, can be loving in our beliefs and, you know, how our actions come from those beliefs. And, like, I love that we're having this conversation, you know, like, trying to breach those, like, build a bridge. <laughs> Some sins are worse than others. In the eyes of, you know, of the God uh, our worship, I, I believe that any sin um, separates us from Him because He's holy and, and pure. But at the same time, I think there are certain sins that will have greater consequences. Yeah, I, I resonate with that. For me, it would be, you know, killing another human is the worst. That's it. Also, it then diagrams into abortion. Taking the life of another is huge, is huge. Can I ask you to this? Uh, do you all see homosexuality as a sin? Yes. And if so, where on that scale? I don't think um, a homosexual tendency or an attraction to somebody of the same gender is a sin. Um, I think that's a natural feeling. I think when you start engaging um, in, in a lifestyle and you act upon that tendency, then because it goes against what I believe God designed, then I, I, I think that's clearly a sin. I just don't believe in sin because I feel that sometimes being punitive about things can like make you repress things and like instinctually I was like, but not acting on them would be a sin. Like that's how it feels for me. Like being dishonest to myself, that feels wrong. At some point in my life, I was taught that sex is wrong. I guess like within the context, uh, you know, sex is bad outside the context of marriage. Um, and so I guess that's how I identified with the question. I had a very strong religious upbringing and I ended up doing a lot of self-harm and I ended up doing a lot of things just to try and cope with these urges that when I finally gave in to them, I went, this is, this is a physical manifestation of love. This is glorious and beautiful, and any God which denies me for this, I don't want to have a part of. Because whatever this is, is I, I know for a fact to be a truth because it is the nature of love. Yeah, um, just responding to your story, uh, it makes me sad to hear that, um, that you decided to hurt yourself. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah, I still hold on to what I believe are my beliefs, but at the same time, I wish there was a better way for you to talk to someone and to process and to think through 
um, reconciling how you feel with like what you may have been taught or have read through scripture. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is I think there's a lot of there's a lot of cultural baggage I think around Christianity that isn't necessarily inherently part of any biblical Christianity. Even though I grew up in a Christian family, I was I don't recall ever being told that sex was wrong or it was a bad thing. Um, I think I uh, grew up with the understanding that sex is a beautiful thing. It, it was given to us as a gift to enjoy. There's a place where it's it's been designed for, a place where we can enjoy it, and there's a place where it's it's detestable in the sight of the the Creator, the one who gave it to us. I just don't like the idea that anything's really detestable, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, I just don't like But wouldn't like the you say that ones. even sex for you within certain contexts is detestable? Right? Um, like, like if it's no, non-consensual, like that's pretty yeah, detestable. Yeah, right? agreed, agreed. So even but in that the things context, that I consent to are, I think, not, like that I have sometimes no control over if it's non-consensual. People should honor the pronouns others wish to be called. Oh, agitation's enough. I am all for this. Like, I identify as they. People don't consider it. And I think that, like, having these conversations about how people want to identify is, like, really important in a way that we can move things forward and stuff. Yeah, if you're going to, like, hey, if you don't use whatever, you're going to get fined or whatever, like, that's... I, I'm, I'm not a big fan no, of that. Those are conversations but, between us, but, though, but right? Like, like, yeah. But otherwise, it's just yeah. being respectful. Oh, the pronoun police. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, I never correct people because many times people do confuse me as sir. I don't, you know, it doesn't phase me. However, I'm born in a female body. I'm a she. There are times where my girlfriends have said, oh, my boyfriend isn't that, just because of their comfort zone, they don't want to have to deal with the whole like social stigma. So you're comfortable with them presenting you as a as a male? It when... doesn't phase me. And really? It doesn't phase me at all because my identity and my expressions are masculine and I've come to the terms and the realization that I don't need to chop up my body into different pieces to fit in the social little box that is man. Hmm. If you want to address me, you can address me as he or she or them or girl, Becky with the good hair <laughs> or Beck. Yeah. It doesn't, as long as the term is respectful, yeah. I will take it. Uh, I mean, I sit back just because it's a complicated topic, because with language, language is powerful, and so when somebody who I would consider female wants to be called uh, a male, I would want to probably respect that, but um, I still firmly believe that, you know, they're, like God created there to be men and a woman, and um, I would like to sit down and talk to that person in depth before um, leaning one way or, or, or the other. Yeah. But I think like focusing more on like building a relationship instead of just like grilling someone. Why do you feel, you know what I mean? Like just trying What's to What's wrong with you? you? Know? Like why? Yeah, I'm like let kidding. me sit down. Just <laughs> <laughs> you like So a, you are like the pronoun plug, police. Yeah.
I know my hooky, my kahu kura, rainbow whanau. You're tuned back into the Flat Out Pride Hour here on Free FM, 89.0 Independent Community Media. Live stream and podcast us via freefm.org.nz. The accessmedia.nz app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and now on iHeartRadio. Flat Out. That last beat there was Do What I Feel by Godford. You're tuned back into the show that celebrates us, the Glit Fair Brainbow Farnay. We're rolling now into what's hot and happening for your coming weekend in Aotearoa. So, Friday the 17th of December. Simple Minds OMD at TSB Arena in Wellywood. This is also online, actually, Farnay. Yes. A pop. Apocalypto Drag Show. Whew, there we go. 26 Hood Street. That's in our very own H-Town. Go to Event Finder. That's an A, not E-R. .co.nz to get your ticks. The Drag Invasion. This presents Crucifix June's Apocalypto Drag Show. Uh, they celebrate the end of the world with some special friends featuring the cast of the Drag Invasion, hosted by Miss June. You won't want to miss this epic show. Uh, yes, so go to Lucky Fins. That's the name of the place that they'll be uh, showing. Still on your Friday the 17th of December, No Scrubs 90s and Early 2000s Party in Tauranga Moana. That's 11 Tōtara Street at Mount Munganui. Ticks are on sale. You need to go to the post or go to HTTPS. Go to the post because it's too many little se- um, what do you call it? semicolons in there. Fems and Them's Christmas Comedy at the Fringe Bar. That's 28 Allen Street in the Aro Wellywood. Event find da. .co.nz A fire lineup of women, non-binary and gender non-conforming funny folk. The best non-male performers on the comedy scene join forces to bring the funnies to your Friday night. So tickets are limited to 40 under red conditions. So be quick, you don't want to miss that one. 
Shower. Nice. A note of Christmas and bass in Auckland at Studio The Venue. That's Tamaki Makoto 340 Happy Road. Go to the post uh, to get your tickets at the bit.ly. H-Town has Koha Yoga at the lake. Oh, nice. That's the Inners Common area. Saturday, moving into Saturday, 18th. Waterworld Water Park at Browns Bay, Tamaki Makoto, Auckland. That's Beach Road in Browns Bay. Um, they're doing the epic summer tour, like throughout, I think, mainly Auckland, with a brand new water park. So it's those um, blow up, have fun, jump around, play and dive off numbers. It's fun for kids and adults. Still on your Saturday, Christmas Beach Barbecue in Raglan. So that's at the Corpua Domain. And that is compliments of the LSG group. Um, so join them for the day at the Beach of Fun and Laughter. Great company and a bridge jump if you dare. What to take? Kids, if you have them, perhaps not the best idea to bring a random kid. Somewhere to sit on, chair or picnic blanket, whatever food you like to bring. And there's barbecues for use. Beach volleyball, games, etc, etc. I hope to see you all there. And that's at 11 o'clock in the morning. Wellington Santa Claus record attempt. So this is happening at the Oriental Parade in Wellywood. They're trying to set a new record in NZ. The most people dressed as Santa in one place. So whether you have the full costume or just a beard, they want to see you. Go and join thousands of others dressed in their best Santa costume. Um, so again, respect the COVID restrictions. If you are not well, do not turn up. Check this out. Great Aussie picnic. So united against discrimination. I really wanted to share this because I wanted to highlight what's happening around the world as well. So this is in Gold Coast, Queensland. Um, the Old Burley Road in Broad Beach, Queensland. Exclusion and marginalisation of people who, who make different choices is unfair and un-Australian. Let's go together with compassion, unity and solidarity against discrimination. Bring a picnic, your family and friends to enjoy an afternoon of togetherness. Nice. We will not let the government take away our freedom to make personal choices about how we live our life. Nice, nice and nice. They will be supporting King's Community Care Christmas hampers. So bring along a small gift for a child so that they can donate to the charity. Stunning, stunning and stunning. And that's all we got showing up for me, Farno. So that's our lineup for the weekend. Hope you all have a fab weekend wherever you are, whatever you're up to, whomever you're getting up to. Be safe on the streets and in the sheets. Condoms and lube are your safest form of protection, Farno. Love, light and laughter out to y'all. That's Lady H signing off. I'll leave you with a beat, Like You, by Disruptor. That's the UKF release. Have a fair weekend. Catch you up next week. Kakite.
Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.